This is Al Hurt, and I'd like to wish all of you a happy and healthy new year.
Hi, everybody. Good evening. Viva Ulta! Bye-bye, 2022. And hopefully you're having a very pleasant good evening, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found on Vancouver's roguelike campus community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, where things are as quiet as a mouse, mostly because everything's locked up right now. Our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland, from Lions Bay in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Grand, and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, if our friends over at CFUV at the University of Victoria aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else that your net takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you'll see the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, along with most of our recent ones going back eight years. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. That podcast is also readily found on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, Stitcher, and various other services that grant you, or at least allow you to play within a web browser of some sort, large audio files associated with this program. Those are available for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be the thief to your ears for the next two hours, so just leave your valuables out, and I'll see what I can nab. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory kyber crystal in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, it's amazing what you can do with sand. Lots of sand. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live on a Monday evening, and this assumes that the phone lines are working since there were problems before. 604-822-2487, and that spells out UBC, C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since this is a single-person operation. More ways than one. This may be a single-person occupancy right now. At least within the building structure as it is, but... We do have many levers, dials, and other things to control here. Along with the associate paperwork, so... Do. Give me time. You can email anytime. There, we don't have to worry about time pressures at all. RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. I'm trying to resuscitate that based on how one other social media site has completely failed. Otherwise, on Instagram, it is Myopic Man. 
So 2022 is now in the rearview mirror. This is the first episode of 2023, as we're in the second day of the new year. Ties into what we're listening to the background here. This is from Guelph, Ontario, M. Mucci. And this is part one of an ending, 2022. We might dig up part two for next week, since we'll get into 2023 properly then, which features a little bit more on the electronic side of things. After Al Hurt bid us a happy new year at the top of the show, we heard the bells of the time grappler from the Star Wars television series Andor. We heard Nicholas Brattel with We Begin. And we'll circle back to why, although it should be readily obvious based on other cues we're dropping here. And then we heard Galarissa off her 2022 album Voices Leading. We heard Anamoya referring to a term about nostalgia for a past that you have never lived. Along with putting out the excellent album, Voices Landing, she put out a single with a great artist here in Vancouver that she's collaborated with in the past and toured with, and that's Devours. And she also worked with Connect It Cuts Samuel Macklin on two singles under the alias of the Bastion Muse. One of the quality releases of the past 12 months. So, As we do each year, we put a preface about how we do our year in review show because it's not a best of because the list I had went for eight hours. This is only a two-hour show. We try to encapsulate what we can and I'm not the list-making type or the taste-maker of sorts to indicate what's going on since the key thing is I don't like repeating myself and there's a lot of great songs that Ordinarily, I would share again to indicate they were good, but I'm not going to do that. So, so we'll have 40 songs for you. 40 tracks, let's just say anyways. But, uh, yeah. I just want to at least highlight acts that made a stamp over the past year. So, as noted, left a lot out, but we'll try to sprinkle some more of the music throughout the coming weeks. Though the agenda is starting to pile up with a whole bunch of stuff. But needless to say, it was a great year for music. Obviously, there'll be a lot of acts that I won't be able to cover here. But what we have here, it's been bouncing around playlists for a while. And it's a good time. So, And then, yes, as we try to do as well, for the soundtrack profile, we highlight one of the defining releases of the year. And as 2022 went, it actually was great for movies. But I'm going to highlight a TV show. And that's Andor. Just because a lot of music was generated for it, and it wasn't always the same, and it was a different approach to how we look at Star Wars. So I'll talk a little bit more about what Nicholas Brattel did in contrast to what we associate with Star Wars, whether it's John Williams or then some of the recent projects on TV in the past little while. But it actually stands up not as a Star Wars show. It has a lot of political intrigue. And... Uh, not only one of the best Star Wars series, it's actually probably one of the best TV series of 2022. But we'll start with the Polaris Prize winner of this past year. It's the Congolese Canadian musician based in Montreal known as Pierre Quenders. It's alias of Jose Luis Moldabi. And in recent news, he will be touring. He'll be playing the Fox Cabaret here in Vancouver on Thursday, February 9th. And as that date gets closer, we'll dig up some more music. 
The Polaris Prize winning album from 2022 is Jose Luis and the Paradox of Love, with songs sung in French, English, Lingala, Kakongo, and Chituba. And uh, the song I hope to play is nine minutes long, but we don't have that much time because this show is as dense as usual. Crammed to the teeth with options. So we'll go to the shorter one. Also as lovely. This will be Pierre Quinders with Your Dream. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies Live at the Realms of Studio A, that radio station that you can tune into whilst deep asleep. This is CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Mama called me on my birthday Said she loved me like the first day Baby, you were born on Thursday Mon colongo, moule no kaki Na sambela, zamba pambola To sambelia yo famille Apamolo bote bele
Sudan Archives off of 2022's Natural Brown Prom Queen. That was Homemaker. Sudan Archives is the project by violinist, composer, singer Brittany Denise Parks. And for her second album, Natural Brown Prom Queen, showed a wide array of her influences, ranging from pop, since with her twin sister as kids, they had their little group, also a little bit of classical, and then, uh, I guess, violin music from places like Cameroon, Ireland, and then the aforementioned Sudan. But then, yeah, solid hip-hop R&B elements there. And that album was recorded in a studio that she had built with partner James McCall, otherwise known as No Can Do or All City Jimmy in Los Angeles. And this was done in the midst of the pandemic, and she was homesick for her family back in Cincinnati. Great album overall. As were many others that we'll hear here, and I might have to talk about at the end of the show. Behind me is Jeremiah Chu and then Marta Sophia Honer, and from the 2022 album recordings from the Oland Islands. This is Kumlinga Kirka, Swedish, which is appropriate for that part of the Finnish archipelago. In Finnish, it would be known as Kumlinga Kirko, but no one would understand you, even if you'd say you're an Ahvenma. And yeah, there was an increase again of ambient music for 2022. Hopefully, I can dig some up for next week as we're looking at a profile of the Seattle composer Norm Chambers, but. I'm overdoing another ambient episode at some point, but there's a lot of other business to take care of here. One of the great Vancouver acts, Apollo Ghosts, put out a glorious double album in 2022 called Pink Tiger. Double album in that they're split between electric and acoustic numbers. And as big news went, they played their first dates outside of Canada this autumn as they went to the United Kingdom. But they still opened and played a few shows here in Vancouver even opening up for Stereo Lab back in September. From Pink Tiger, here's something more on the electric side, but definitely still mellow. This is Apollo Ghosts with Spillin' Your Guts. Spilling your 
over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. On January 17th, CITR 101.9 FM presents our annual 24 hours of radio art programming featuring innovative approaches to music and sound. It's 24 hours of spoken word, ambient, drone, field recordings, and sound walks, collage, technical support calls, voicemail fails, sound art, and noise. Listen live on CITR 101.9 FM or online at CITR.ca. Back to January last year off of first release the sax booked out so far called Pull Back the Sky. We heard a saccharin. Plum has the connections to old Vancouver acts like the Choir Practice and Fanshawe since Olivia Featherstonehaw is a member. She's been in Toronto for quite a few years now. She had a project called Maud for a while, but with Plum, she's uh, collaborating with Mike Pereira. Still curious to see if anything else is waiting in the wings. It's, it feels so dreamy. In the background, this is Lights Blending In and off of a mix that came out in November called Enter the Void 2. This is Looped Thoughts and Light Blending In. Primarily does sort of ambient music, but uh, sort of light techno as well, too. The beats, kind of tropical house in the most recent single 
available on Bandcamp is called Moss. My name is Gak, and the name of the show is Exploding Head Movies here. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And uh, Wazeblood put out an Ocelum album just at the end of 2022. Wazeblood's the alias of Natalie Laura Merring. She's been active for 20 years. She's 34 now. Prior acts included Jackie O, motherfucker, Satanized, but uh, adopted the Wiseblood alias in 2011. And in contrast to those names, things are definitely a little bit more sedate. Fifth album came out in November, as I mentioned. It's called End in the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. It's so good. It should be touring Europe first, then North America. It should be playing Vancouver's Commodore Ballroom March 21st. Here's Wise Blood off of And in the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. This is Grapevine. A man can't see his shadow oh, He can block his sun all day He can make you small He has the power to take his love away Six hours on the grapevine Think of him at night. Ooh. 
Angel Olsen with the title track to the 2022 album Big Time. Angel Olsen had a productive year, although she's been quite prolific as of late, mostly in the case of like in 2011, it was the awesome covers EP called Isles, where she definitely embraced sort of the 98, 1980s power ballad, but still mixing her country folk and torch-burning oeuvre. Angel Olsen came out as a lesbian fell in and out of love. She'll be touring at least the States, and from what I could tell, places that aren't Canada. I see two dates lined up at Morrison, Colorado in May at the Great Red Rocks Amphitheater that hopefully I can try to check out, but this year is going to be weird. At least for travel, because it still feels like it's coming in bits and bobs about what's doable, mostly as well, too. As evidence over the holidays, combination of staffing and tra- costs mean that flights are expensive and maybe they fly. So we'll see. Probably. I'll just end up seeing more BC, but duty calls. Behind me, from Kiev in Ukraine, this is Radiant Future, and this is a title track to one of the releases that this uh, Foley artist put out. This is Hypersensitive. Big news of 2022, overshadowing a lot of other things, is the Russian invasion of Ukraine. There's a wide array of a breakdown of the costs so far, looking at various sites. They talk about the idea it's anywhere up from 1,200 Ukrainian civilians killed, 4,000 wounded upwards of then uh, 40,000 or so in the midst of the fog of war. So it's hard to tell. But when it comes to Ukrainian forces and Russian forces, they're about even odds here. One-to-one ratio, which basically means anywhere of like 10,000 to 60,000 to 100,000 killed. All for the glory of somebody who's not really positioning things quite well if they were just going to take a couple oblasts. Because originally Putin said 10 days, Ukraine would be his. Not the case. As we're seeing right now, winter has struck Ukraine. People are freezing. Power grids are in flux. Food and other supplies in question. But Ukrainians are still defending themselves. Drone attacks that have been hitting some of the major cities that have been reclaimed having retaliation and bases are being hit so we'll see if we're at a point where negotiations can happen or Ukraine can take back the territory that Russia grabbed we'll stick with some more uh, title tracks of sorts in the guitar act and Big Thief put out a phenomenal double album earlier this earlier last year since it's 2023 now and they put this out in 2022 it was tough picking one song off of this, and I definitely still need to see how they are live. But here's Big Thief with the title track. To Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. Thank you. 
Join us every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop.
Vancouver's own Destroyer off of 2022's Labyrinthitis album. We heard It Takes a Thief. Segwaying thematically from what we heard beforehand, Big Thief with Dragon New Warm Mountain, I believe in you. Labyrinthitis was a nominee for the Players Prize in 2022, which, as we noted at the top of the show, Pierre Quinders did win, but... Dan Bahar has been busy aside of Destroyer. Uh, collaborated with uh, Fresh Pepper on one track, which I do want to share. Should have already, but there's a massive array of things I need to share with you as well, too. Fresh Pepper is a side project featuring Joseph Shabison, who's also had a busy 2022, collaborating with folks like Nicholas Kurgovich, amongst others, and then Andre Ethier. In the background, this is Joy Orbison. This is the B-side to a 10-inch that came out last year. Last year is now 2022. Off the Peaking Ring single, this is Red Velvet, although the T at the end is a 7. I'm trying to figure out the, what kind of typo that is, but lead speak, as it were. Now, gorillas are coming back. Perhaps you caught them when they came to Vancouver a few months ago as part of an arena tour. But uh, a new album called Cracker Island is coming out February 2023. Featuring a great array of guest artists going from Beck, Bad Bunny, Tame Impala, Booty Brown, Stevie Nicks, and the return of De La Soul. But uh, the lead single, which will be the title track of this album, features Thundercat in all his glory. From the forthcoming album Cracker Island, here's Gorillaz along with Thundercat. And this will be the title track. On Cracker Island it was born To the collective of the dawn They were planting seeds at night To grow a main up paradise Where the truth was sort of tuned
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
from London, England. That was Alaska, Alaska with the title track. 2022's Still Life. That song, when I first heard it, had been begging to come in a playlist for quite some time. To the point, I actually had to readjust how I kept tracking things just to make sure I get it for you. Alaska, Alaska, all one word. It's Alaska twice, but last A of the first Alaska is merged with the first A of the second one. That makes no sense, but that's how it is. Duo of Lucinda Duarte Holman and Fraser Riley. Glorious stuff that way. And yes, my name's Gak. The name of the show is Exploding Hit Movies. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, channel 7023 on Telesoptic. Streaming live at CITR.ca or then available as a podcast. Things are quiet here on the UBC campus as the building is closed. 2023, starting off silently so far. But let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. It's a bit of leftovers from 2022 and stuff to be on your radar for 23. So, some of these may be already available in your favorite record store or you find your music online. If not, later this week, that should be the case. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. It's all new releases this time. Nothing on the re-release front since Christmas took care of most of that. Christine Ofterhaar's music from Aurora Sunrise will be independently released. There's an EP of Alessio Vanni's music from Bella Ciao. Perra Libertà, coming out through Ala Bianca. The miniseries Fleischman is in Troubles is scored by Caroline Shaw. That's coming out through Hollywood Records, and that label is also putting out Sarah Barone's music from Grim Cuddy. Vladimir Cosmo's score from Ils sont grands et petits coming out through Larghetto Records. Netflix series Kaleidoscope, scored by Dominic Lewis, and Netflix is putting that soundtrack out. Thomas Newman provides the score to the new Tom Hanks movie where he's a cranky old man with a cranky old cat. It's called A Man Called Otto. It's coming out through Mercury Classic soundtrack and score. Megan with a three, replacing the E, scored by Anthony Willis. It's coming out through Backlot Music. Francesco Serassi's music from Sono Leo. Leo is coming out through Sony Music Entertainment. Welcome to Chippendales. That series is scored by Siddhartha Kosla. It's coming out through Hollywood Records. And then Patrick Johnson's score from Wildcat is coming out through Lakeshore Records. Those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for the first week of 2023. Behind me, this is Sun Lux. And from their soundtrack to last year's epic film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. This is Come Recover otherwise known as the Empathy Fight. We profiled this in 2022, back in May in Exploding Head Movies, episode 604. And Sunlux is on the shortlist for the upcoming 95th Motion Picture Academy Awards, a.k.a. the Askas. The list is 15, and this is where the appropriate music board will do their own internal voting to come down with the five nominees to be announced in three weeks' time. Some returning suspects like Carter Burwell, Justin Hurwitz, John Powell, John Williams, Alexander Desplat, Terence Blanchard, and Hildur Guthnototter. And the newcomers like, like Sunlux themselves, Walker Bertelman, Simon Franklin, Chandra Dancy, Nathan Johnson, 
Michael Abels, which we profiled last year as part of Nope. And then two others that I'll talk about later on in this show. The original song, Nam, our shortlist was also announced before. Christmas includes acts like Rihanna, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Nora Jones, and much, much more. And including one song from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, featuring Mitski and David Byrne. Nominations will be announced on January 24th. The Oscars will be handed out on March 12th. And as you can imagine, this show is going to be programming itself around the nominees in due course. And hopefully, this means great things for the lead actress from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Michelle Yao, who had a brilliant 2022, becoming a Time Person of the Year. But it's always good to see the return of Kehu Kwan. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, it is on Amazon Prime. Another act that had an outstanding last year was Toronto's Always. And their third album, Blue Rev, highlights not only a very New Zealand 1980s flying nun sound, but a heavy shoegaze lean. And shoegaze has picked up a little bit of movement last year, especially in North America. We need to dig into some of the most recent work there since... If I were to have a guitar band, it would be shoegaze, as it were. Always, we're playing two shows in Vancouver, the Commodore, in March. We'll talk more about that show once it gets closer. Off of Blue Rev, which a lot of people are claiming as one of the best albums of 2022. Here's Always with Pressed.
Solid 70s gold there with a bit of a yacht rock influence. We started off more Pacific Northwest Coast Tropical House as Project Pablo, but he's now Patrick Holland, and it's a single that came out last year called Years in the Ground. You hear some connection with the production he's doing with another Montreal act called Tops. Nice little pivot, similar to what Teen Days did for a little while there. Just to sort of branch out and show a little bit independent music there. Otherwise, Patrick Holland put out an album featuring his voice and this type of music called You're the Boss. In the background, this is The Advisory Circle. And this is a title track to an album that came out also last year called Full Circle. Great bit of nostalgic synth work here. We associate with the Ghost Box record label. Another local act that had a busy 2022, 2022, TJ Felix. I've lost how much track this musician-animator-artist has put out since it's something that they've said outright is a way to keep sane as amidst all the things that the pandemic, war, inflation, other colonialism has struck. And uh, already at this point in December. Various singles have been released leading up to yet another new album since I think three or four came out with multiple singles. And TJ Felix has also built up a band in the meantime. Great stuff. Always a bit of a, a solid edge to what they put out as well too. And one of the releases from last year is the Honest Engine EP which is where you'll find this track. So here's TJ Felix with What If Love Was Real.
Are you interested in radio? Do you want to start your own show but you don't know where to get started? Make your radio dreams come true by joining a collective. From the news collective, the arts collective, the music collective, the sports collective, the accessibility collective, the indigenous collective, and the intersectionality collective, there's something for everyone. And we provide free technical training to get started. Explore these worlds virtually and in person and be prepared to make fun friends. For more information, visit citr.ca slash get involved. New Orleans, wild, no wave punk there. Special interest of 2022's Endure. We heard Impulse Control. 
behind me? Yes. Fireworks being sampled. This is Hagup Chaparian off of his debut album from last year called Bolts. This is LDZ. Chaparian is a British-Armenian musician, formerly in the pop-punk act Symposium as a teen, but swung hard into dance music. And honestly, there's one track off of Bolts I do want to share with you at some point. I just got carve out. Again, another nine minutes to share with you. And yes, fireworks would have been appropriate if I did a show last week, but as the fates align with our weather and travel, wasn't the case, but definitely in my neighborhood, fireworks are still going off even though we're well into 2023. Another Vancouver act for you that uh, put out a wild album last year, X Stroke O, which is a different variant spelling of their last name, Vernon or Veron Zio, or Shio. Put out a album called Chaos Butterfly, but uh, featuring a lot more noise elements that we've associated in the past since their music had a little bit of like an ambient folk texture for a while, but things definitely got sinister here. From Chaos Butterfly, here's X Stroke O with Chrysalis Wrath. Thank you. 
Jerk Gutmannstadter with the title track to her 2022 album Fossora, riffing on an adapted version of a Latin word for digger, although feminized. Fossora deals with various topics. In contrast to a prior album, Utopia, where it was a sky divorce album, this is basically a very earthen isolated, lost, and grief-stricken album as she was mourning the death of her mother, who, which was Hilda Runa Hochstotter. Throughout the album, there's a lot of bass clarinets, flutes, the uh, gabber rhythm, and of course Birk's impeccable voice and intonation. Hopefully she's able to tour that album soon. And hopefully coming here, but we shall see. I last saw her in New York maybe about 20 years ago. Out by Coney Island in Brooklyn. In the background, more Icelandic music. And this is some from the late composer Johan Johansson. Featuring some help from Jonas Kolstrup from the film The Shadow Play. This is the title track. We profiled this and another score that Johansson did for uh, the Chinese director Lao Yi 
called Blind Massage, back in Exploding Head Movies, episode 602, from May last year. Kolstrup is a Danish composer who's quite active in scoring, mostly documentaries in Scandinavia. Curious to see if something else pops up from him, readily available in North America. We'll get into some film music here before we can get to Andor, and these two soundtracks came out last year. They don't seem to be on any awards radar quite yet, but some fun stuff to be found. And we'll kick off with Colin Stetson's music from The Menu, 2022 film by Mark Mylod, starring Ray Fiennes, Anya Taylor-Joy, amongst others, and a dark comedy about an exclusive restaurant that people are dying to get into with a celebrity chef who has ideas of what or who to eat. We profiled Colin Stetz in the past for films like Color Out of Space, National Geographic, TV series The First, and then Hereditary, all seemingly in June for a while, various Junes in the year. And Stetson's been quite busy. He's put a couple long-form EPs away from his busy score work, featuring some more challenging music, it's hard to really say, since uh, his circularly breathing baritone sax with percussive clicks and vocalizations is difficult enough, but imagine a 24-minute piece versus a whole bunch of short cues. From his score to the menu, this is Colin Stetson with Nature is Timeless. And then uh, we'll circle back to a film set in Toronto 20 years ago. Some fun panda-related activity.
Ludwig Göransson from his score to the Pixar film Turning Red. We heard Turning Panda. Turning Red, directed by Canadian director Domi Shi, making her debut with a feature-length film since she was the same director with the Oscar-winning short Bow from a couple years back. And Turning Red's a Pixar film about a teenage girl in Toronto, Chinese-Canadian, who inherited who inherits her family's hereditary traits of turning into a big red panda when emotion strikes. Definite parallel to the idea of what puberty offers, but mixing up a bit of generational trauma and, of course, an affection of boy bands as well. Somehow Billie Eilish's music for the fake boy band For Town in the film wasn't on the shortlist for an Oscar, but Turning Red at least is on the shortlist for Best Animated Feature. It's a lot of fun. I know that some people found some awkward things about falling in teenage girls' life, especially in a place as exotic as Toronto, but still, once you get the, your, the premise, payoff is quality Pixar. Ludwig Granson was not nominated either for Best Score, but he's on the shortlist for his score to the Black Panther sequel, Wakanda Forever. And he did win an Oscar for the 2018 original, which we've profiled in the past. Episode 400 from March 2018. But we've also looked at his music from films like Slice, Tenant, some of the music for The Mandalorian, which will tie into what we'll talk about and or here shortly. Recent grants includes films like The Bad Trip, some more Star Wars with the short Zen, Grogu and the Dust Bunnies, and The Book of Boba Fett. And he's working with director Christopher Nolan again, as he did with Tenet, for the upcoming film Oppenheimer. And yes, he'll be back for season three of The Mandalorian. Behind me, is Ryushi Sakamoto from his score to the Netflix anime series Exception. This is Oxygen. We profiled this back in Exploding Head Movie 625 from November last year. Moving stuff from the end of the eight-episode series there. And yes, still got 15 minutes before we try to wrap things up, so stay tuned. Got some Nicholas Bertel here associated with the Oscar shortlist before we get into Rogue One and before, I guess in some ways, Rogue Zero. Crimes and Treasons Radio, this is Riff Raff. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and I rock with the best. 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Wells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, right? Yo, it's I Am Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CITR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up.
Nicholas Bertel, joined by Caitlin Sullivan there on cello. From the score, the 2022 film She Said, we heard the overture. She Said was directed by Maria Schrader. It's a story based on the true life investigation by the New York Times into the Harvey Weinstein allegations that were always kind of like a carte blanche secret in Hollywood. But finally, he's been held to the appropriate justice standards as he's facing jail time. Stars Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. And along with being a cellist, Caitlin Sullivan is the composer's Nicholas Bertel's wife. And Nicholas Bertel's score for She Said is on the Oscar shortlist for the upcoming 95th Academy Awards. So we may potentially hear more from that in the coming weeks if it actually is nominated. Currently, the list of the shortlist is 15 scores. In three weeks' time, it should be five. And in the background from the score to the Star Wars TV series Andor, this is Nicholas Bertel with Unit 5-2-D. Andor will be our profile here on Exploding Movies this week. It was created by Tony Gilroy, who co-wrote the prequel to Star Wars A New Hope. It's 2016's Rogue One, which we profiled in the past with Michael Giacchino's score. It's Exploding Head Movies episode 344. And Rogue One was credited as the director for Gareth Edwards, although it had had a few reshoots that uh, led to some questions about authorship at that point. So it's funny to have a prequel to a prequel right now, starring Diego Luna as Cassian Andor, whom we saw in Rogue One as one of the co-leads as a rebel captain and intelligence officer. And Andor set five years beforehand when he was just a thief, adopted as a child by a scavenger played by Fiona Shaw. And over the span of 12 episodes in episode one, or season one, dealt with the maturation of a rebellion versus scoundrel who becomes a revolutionary as he gets closer to how an empire operates. Andor also stars Stellan Skorsgård, Denise Gaug, Genevieve O'Reilly, Cal Soler, Adria Arjona, amongst others. And it's a deep contrast to other Star Wars film, TV series, and games in that there are no Jedis. There's no Force. There are no lightsabers. No major good or evil operatic characters. And no heavy CGI environments. I mean, there's some limited green screen. And of course, spaceships gotta fly. But otherwise, this is very low-level work. Constructed sets. Tactile environments. And all dealing with how Empire spreads its fascism across planets. Just that the low-level folks trying to do their job. And people are swept up by changes, leaving some time to plot to rebel. So it's very gritty and political, similar to Gilroy's work on the 2007 film Michael Clayton. And Gilroy hired Nicholas Bertel to work on it since they're both friends and neighbors in New York, which was helpful during the pandemic when work began. And the goal that we hear was to break away from the sweep that John Williams' justifiably glorious music from the films represented. And Nicholas Bertel wrote some of the music before filming to help set the mood on set. And as we'll hear, there's a mix of orchestral works plus some electronics appropriate for whatever character or planet part of the story was set on. We've profiled Nicholas Bertel in the past since he's been nominated for three Oscars. And that's for music from Don't Look Up, If Beale Street Could Talk, and then Moonlight. And uh, part of the appeal for doing this is that there was a different theme and arrangement each episode. <laughs> 
The soundtrack was released in three waves tied to episodes one through four, five through eight, and nine through 12, kind of lining up with some of the story arcs that were part of the uh, series itself. And I'll talk more about that afterwards. So from the first wave of music that comes from Andor, here's Nicholas Bertel with Mirror.
from his score to the Star Wars TV series Andor. We heard Nicholas Bratel start off with Mirror, which features the main theme sprinkled throughout. Then we heard Luthen, of course, referring to Stellar Skarsgård, Skarsgård's excellent character, one of the spearheads behind the burgeoning rebellion movement. As we learn throughout the series, what costs it takes and everything he's had to deal with. Then we heard the tension ramping up there from The Vault, parts one and two, in the excellent sixth episode involving a bit of a heist. And then from the final episode of season one, the season finale, we heard a ragtag band play Forming Up and Then Unto Stone We Are, associated with a funeral procession, but laced with its own tension amongst its mourning there. Originally, Andor was supposed to be five seasons, but at the time of its creation, it wasn't sure about how well it would do, so at this point, a second and final season's being filmed, wrapping up the idea of what would encapsulate each of the five seasons, which would build up each year chronologically into what would be Rogue One. The first few episodes had a bit of a slow pace, but they were tense and opting for a more mature look than what we associate with Star Wars in the past. And over the span of its episodes, it picked up a lot of acclaim to the point that Disney Plus actually aired a couple episodes on network television and viewerships latched on. Season two likely due out the end of 2024. It's being filmed in London right now, as I mentioned. And yeah, a reprieve from the recent post-Mandalorian shows like The Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi in that there's not anything beholden to nostalgia. We're taking characters we've seen on the periphery and explored a lot more. And it's outstanding, because at some point you start following the bad guys thinking that they can root for them, but they're bad. However, if you do want more Mandalorian, Season 3 is coming out in March. So Nicholas Bertel, who has also been working on the HBO series Succession, also did the music to the dramatized series Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. And upcoming, he's got working on a new film adaptation of the musical and opera Carmen. But as noted, he did the music to She Said. It is on the shortlist for Best Original Score for the upcoming 95th Oscars. The nominees will be announced in three weeks' time. So prepare yourselves for your tuxedos and gowns. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up, well, as soon as I can program everything here quickly, it's going to be a repeat episode of The Jazz Show, as Gavin Walker is taking some quality time off to enjoy things, but he'll be back next week with the first episode of The Jazz Show for 2023. Next week, as I mentioned, we'll do a tribute to the late Seattle composer Norm Chambers, along with digging up some 2023 themes. There's been a lot of deaths that I've not covered based on thematic elements. They're piling up. But then in two weeks' time, it's the 15th anniversary for me here at CITR. And we're going to pay tribute to the late Angelo Badalamenti, who passed away a few weeks ago. So, Behind me, this is Rukas, and this is Snake Island. And this is off of a Ukrainian compilation from Sweden known as A Dove Has Spread Her Wings, Relief for Ukraine, with proceeds going to UNICEF Ukraine. Hopefully 2023 sees a resolution to what's going on there. And the bad guy's kicked out. Otherwise... As I figure out what to do here with the programming stuff, let's close with Let's Eat Grandma. They put out a wonderful album last year called Two Ribbons. Appropriate for what we're doing here. The song's going to be called Happy New Year. 
Otherwise, we've got some David Bowie to talk to from a recent documentary called Moon Age Daydream, and then a little bit more Nicholas Bertel from Andor. And then over the coming episodes, we'll dabble into some other acts who did some stuff in 2022, like Beyonce, SZA, Junior Boys, Dry Cleaning, Wet Leg, Hot Chip, KT, Kalella, The Smile, Beth Orton, Burial, Karangbin, Spoon, Sally Shapiro, The Warbles, Customer, Yeah, Yeah, Yes. We'll see. But that's it for Exploding New Moves here. On CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Happy New Year. Hiva uta vota. Gottnitzar. Bonane. Felici anu nuovo. Stasti novi rock. Shinovim godum. Haoli makahiki hao. Akemashti. Matehu kamajamas. Shlashivoho novoho ruku. Akut yabersits. And all the best to you and yours in 2023. Let's make it a better year. And let's make sure we have no sunless spaces here. See you later in 2023. More specifically in seven days.
what? This has been an incredible pleasure. And uh, you were really interesting. I didn't know all those things you were telling me about yourselves. Um, it's nice to have met you. I'm glad we did finally meet at last. And all I can say is goodbye, goodbye. We'll meet again sometime, somewhere. Ta-da. Ta